What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Casual Big Ten Podcast. Today is February 28th, folks. We are but one day away from the madness that is March. That's right, people. March is tomorrow. It is the best, by far the best month of the year. I can't wait. I talked about how much I can't wait for things to get started in March last podcast, so I'm not going to emphasize that, but I cannot wait. Tomorrow is the dawn of a new day and the best month in college basketball. If you're a college basketball fan, you are just as excited as I am. I I am just I'm just tickled pink about what's about to transpire within the Big Ten and the entire college basketball landscape in the next few weeks. I just it's just great. So many games, so much action, the buzzer beaters, the fans, the close games, the inevitable lost bets that I'm going to place throughout this next month and all the good things that are going to happen. Just just a great month. I'm so excited. Let's talk some college basketball, Big Ten style, though. Uh, This weekend was a fantastic weekend in the Big Ten. Depending on who you are a fan of, things are starting to shake out. The Big Ten tournament is starting to take shape. Some movement is still going to happen this week, folks. There's a lot of movement that is going to happen. If you're following on Twitter, I've been doing daily updates for the Big Ten tournament rankings. And uh, ever since I started that, I have been correct every day in those rankings, despite what the people in the comments might say. I had uh, quite a few people coming at me, coming at my neck, I would say about my rankings being incorrect, but nay, they were the ones that were incorrect. Although I am a casual, I have a grasp of the Big Ten tournament rankings, and, uh, you know, it's starting to hurt my feelings a little bit. Every single day, there's another person that comes to my account and says, Mr. Casual, you are wrong about your rankings and I have to correct them and steer them on the right path. You know, I'm doing my best, doing my best out here to make sure that everyone knows what the rankings are. As of right now, we have Purdue number one still. Maryland has jumped up to number two and Michigan, the Michigan Wolverines, after a very slow start, are currently sitting in the three spot. Northwestern has dropped down to number four, Indiana five. Number six is Iowa. After a crazy win this weekend, we'll talk about that in just a second. Illinois is number seven. Rutgers and Michigan State are the 8-9 game, Rutgers being the eight. And then we have uh, at 10, Wisconsin. 11, Nebraska moving up to number 11. Is that impressive? I'm impressed. If they get to a single-digit seed, I'll be really impressed. If they get a, a first-round bye, I'll be impressed. Nebraska playing some good ball. Nebraska ball, they call it. That's a funny little word. Um, <laughs> Penn State, my Penn State Nitty Lions. Nittany Lions. Nittany Lions. Uh, Jalen Pickett and the boys are at number 12. Ohio State at 13 after picking up a win. They stay right at that 13 spot, though. And then the Minnesota Golden Gophers 
You know, they're the Golden Gophers, which is usually referred to for first place teams, but they are in last. They are stinky this year. They're a big pile of stink. Um, Minnesota and Michigan State are officially not going to make up their game. That is going to affect the standings just a bit, especially if you're a Michigan State fan and you were expecting to pick up another easy win. And it would have been an easy win. Don't get it. Don't get it twisted, curled, or folded in any way. That would have been an easy win for Michigan State. Would have helped their rankings in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, That game will not be played. Pretty disappointing because I would have liked to see all the teams get a fair shake at the amount of games that they have played. Um, But they just couldn't fit it in the schedule with the amount of games that Michigan State has this last week. I I thought they should have tried to get it done earlier. I think they kind of... Um, dragged their feet a little bit, and then they weren't able to get that game scheduled. So um, they'll have one less game than everyone. They weren't able to make that game up, but we'll be okay. We're still going to play basketball this week, and we're still going to have the Big Ten tournament this week. Nothing's going to stop it. There's not a pandemic in the world that can stop this tournament from taking place just eight days from now. So exciting. Um, speaking of Michigan State, let's talk about some of these games this weekend. Oh, I wanted to say, too, I was telling you about some of the people that were saying my rankings were wrong. One of the guys that I was going back and forth with, a respectful back and forth on Twitter, um, did a little digging on his account. It was Jalen Hood Shafino's uncle. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. So um, make sure you're following on Twitter. You'll see those interactions with some of the best players in the Big Ten and their families. They will, they will not be shy about telling me that Indiana shouldn't be ranked number five, even though they for sure are. For sure are. Despite which family member you have on the Indiana Hoosiers basketball team, the rankings are what they are and the tiebreakers are what they are. You can't change it, Mr. Shafino. You just can't. I thought that was funny, though. Um, I didn't even realize it until about five or six back and forth. I was like, oh, his last name's Shafino. I should look this up and see if he's related. And he is. He used to play ball at West Virginia. But um, interesting, interesting little back and forth I had on my latest Big Ten bracket update. All right. uh, This weekend, some exciting games, starting with Michigan State and Iowa. This game was over over with about two minutes to go in fact I think it was like a minute 40 I was watching this and I was just watching to see Michigan State pick up another win and I was starting to look at the uh, rankings again to see where they were going to go in the standings for the tournament and uh, Iowa said wait a second here we got some shooters Peyton Sanford has not missed a clutch shot this year I swear When it's time to hit a three, this dude does not miss a shot, especially if he's at, uh, what's it called, Hawkeye Carver Arena, or is it Carver Hawkeye? I think it's Carver Hawkeye. Um, When he's at home, though, this guy doesn't miss a shot. He doesn't miss one. And um, like I said, Iowa was down 10. They went on, I think it was a 16-6 to run in the last 90 seconds of the game, if I'm remembering correctly. They were down three with about less than 10 seconds to go. Sanford hit the three with three seconds left. I don't think Michigan State even got another shot off after that. Um, Sent it to overtime, and then Iowa kind of took over. It wasn't like a complete takeover, but they took over in overtime. 
and they won this game 112 to 106. The overtime started. When the overtime started, both teams were in triple digits. So after 40 minutes of basketball, both teams had scored over 100 points. It was 101 to 101. And I don't remember, I tweeted this out. I cannot remember a time where a college basketball game finished regulation and both teams were in triple digits. Defense was optional. Offense was, uh, it was what it was. It was on fire that game. Um, I talked on the last podcast, I thought Iowa was going to catch fire from three because they did such a poor job in their previous game against Wisconsin. They hit 17 threes. I said they were going to hit 12, and I thought that was high. And they went ahead and hit 12 and then hit five more. Uh, Michigan State also on fire from three. They hit 11. That's still a lot. And their percentage was actually a little bit higher. They shot 73% from three, and Iowa shot 47%. Um, what a great game this was, though. The only thing that I didn't like about it was that I picked Michigan State plus five and a half, and by the time overtime was over, uh, the Hawkeyes won by six. So that made me a little sad because with a minute 30 to go, like I said, Michigan State up 10 on my bet. I'm up 15, and then Michigan State still can't cover. So it's a little crazy, but um, great game. The second game, I told you guys I wasn't going to be able to watch. It was Nebraska and Minnesota. I have no idea what happened. Nebraska scored 78 points. Um, They beat Minnesota by 11. High scorer in the game. Let's check and see who this was. Um, It had to be from Nebraska, right? Was it Greasel? It was. It was Sam Elliott Greasel with 19. Um, He's playing great lately. He is playing fantastic. He's going to be a guy you want to watch in these next few games, um, and in the tournament. He's just fun to watch. I love his game. Love his game. He had 19 in this game. Nebraska wins the game. That was their, let me double-check real quick, I think it was their fourth, or was it their fifth win in the Big Ten? I am high right now. It was their eighth. They've won eight Big Ten games? They're tied with Wisconsin right now and Penn State. Hold on a second. I didn't realize Nebraska was winning this many games. Are they on a win streak right now? Look at this shit. Wisconsin, Rutgers, Maryland, and Minnesota. Their last four games were all wins. Holy Toledo. Is Nebraska getting right at the hot? (laughs) Are they getting right at the hot time? Are they getting hot at the right time even? Are they going to be, are they going to make a run in Chicago? I think so. It's corn time, baby. The corn hub is going crazy. I didn't realize they were on a four-game winning streak. I need to make the uh, need to dust off the old Grim Reaper uh, meme for Nebraska. They're playing Michigan State tomorrow. Are they going to win again? There's no way, right? They can't win five games in a row. Nebraska can't win five games in a row. I won't allow it. Michigan State's going to win that game tomorrow. All right, um, what else happened on Saturday? I did watch the last game. I'm forgetting what it was, though. Oh, of course, it was Indiana and Purdue. Indiana sweeps Purdue this year, guys. And uh, talk about teams getting hot at the right time. They are hot. They are super hot. Um, Hood Shafino in this game had 35 points. Now I'm understanding why his uncle was so upset about the rankings. His nephew just went off for 35 points. And he's looking at this bracket like, how are we fifth? My family's going crazy on the court. We won the game again. We swept Purdue. 
We own the state of Indiana, and we're fifth. What's going on here? And Purdue's still first. <laughs> Crazy. Crazy. No wonder he was upset. Um, Hood Shafino is just – I mean, he's not a freshman anymore, folks. His freshman year is almost over. He is – he's not even a sophomore. He's an NBA player. Jalen Hood Shafino is an NBA player playing on a college basketball team against other college basketball players. And it shows. He's playing really well right now. 35 points against Purdue. They get the win. Uh, it felt like, to me, Indiana was kind of in control of this game. The one thing I will say, my prediction was that um, Mackey Arena would be really loud on Saturday night. I was right about that. You could hear that coming through the TV. Usually when a crowd's loud, um, I'm thinking of like uh, Rutgers at home, Michigan State at home. You can tell it's loud, but it's not loud on the TV. This one was loud on TV. Like, I had to turn it down a little bit. My ears were hurting. Mackie was going nuts. All right, um, talking too much about these games. Let's speed through this a little bit more. Uh, Sunday, we had four games on Sunday. So we had uh, Maryland at home. They beat Northwestern. My Wildcats are now on a two-game losing streak after it looked like they were in control of their own destiny. They're going to need to win some games here down the stretch to uh, maintain a double buy in the Big Ten tournament. Otherwise, they're tied with a bunch of teams, and teams like Michigan, teams like Maryland, they have the they have the tiebreaker against them. So Northwestern's going to have to go and win some games here down the stretch. Let's see who they're playing the last two games. They got Penn State at at home, and then they're going to Rutgers. Those are two tough games. And Penn State's trying to get back in the NCAA tournament talk. So they got a tough go here. I think I think that you'll be seeing Northwestern play on Thursday. I don't think that they're going to get one of the top four seeds. I just don't think it's going to happen at this point. After, like I said, it looked like they were kind of in control of that. Uh, the next game on Sunday was Ohio State inexplicably. Did I say that right even the second time? I'm not sure, but I'll keep talking. Wins against Illinois. Illinois, and I've heard a lot of people say this, but I feel like I was the first one I heard say this, is the most difficult team to figure out. I cannot tell if they're going to blow somebody out by 100 or if they're going to lose to Ohio State, who had lost 13 games in a row, I think, prior to that. They had the big comeback against Northwestern in the second half. But even in that game, you're looking up and Northwestern's up 18 at Illinois. Where were they the first half? I have no idea. This is the most Jekyll and Hyde team I've I've seen in a long time. And by a long time, I mean this year. Because I can't think of any <laughs> other teams in the past years that have been this difficult to figure out. Uh, Ohio State wins by 12 at home. 12? How did that happen? I watched the game, so I know how it happened. Um, Illinois just wasn't making shots. That's how it happened. Uh, leading scorer for Illinois was Coleman Hawkins. He had 14. I saw him hit a couple of three-pointers. Um, and he only hit two, so I saw them both, I guess. Uh, he had a decent game, but Ohio State was too much for them at home. Uh, the next game was Michigan against Wisconsin. Trying to get Michigan was trying to get revenge for that game. I thought that they should have won at Wisconsin. I thought that they should have won that game. Wisconsin's defense is 
not good. Wisconsin is not good. I don't think they're good at all. I just, I've been talking about it for weeks. I'm not a fan of Wisconsin. But in this game, this was one I thought Wisconsin should have won. I thought the two of the two Michigan and Wisconsin games, I thought that <laughs> the results should have been flipped. I thought the away team should have won both games. Uh, Wisconsin was up by three. They got a lucky three. They banked in a three with like 23 seconds to go. Um, if you missed this, I don't know how. You're either not on the internet or didn't watch TV at all this weekend, but. Uh, Michigan inbounds with, I think, about two seconds left. Hunter Dickinson gets it from about 35 feet away, throws up a prayer, and it drops to force overtime. And then Michigan dominated in overtime. They get the 87-79 to victory. I thought that Hunter Dickinson played bad in the heat. I always talk about him because he's so, he's so boisterous and he's so easy to see when you're watching the Michigan games. So um, he's easy to critique as well. I thought he didn't play that good in the first half. I thought the backup played a little bit better than him in the first half. But then um, in the second half, he started taking over, made a couple more shots, and then obviously hit the big three at the end to force overtime and give Michigan the win. And then the last game of the night, I was, I'm was i not going to lie, I was a little burnt out on basketball by this point, so I didn't see this game. Um, and plus I was having, on Sunday, I was having the uh, – end-of-the-year party for my daughter's basketball team after we uh, lost in the championship on Saturday. We had a little party on Sunday, which was fun, but this game was taking place right after that party, and after having nine girls running around my house for two hours, I think that actually burned me out a little bit more than the basketball did. Rutgers got the win, though. It was uh, 59-56. to Like I said, Penn State's going to need to pick up some wins here down the stretch. Their remaining schedule is at Northwestern. We just talked about that. And then Maryland. And I don't know if they're even going to split that. They might lose both of them. Um, hold on. My wife just texted me. Are you out and about? She must not know. Am I not talking loud enough? She's just in the other room. She must not hear me. Yada, yada, yada. We got a really busy week. So she's just texting me about some of that stuff. I'm not going to pause the podcast to read text messages from my wife. I mean, I'll pause the podcast in that I'll stop talking for a second, but I'm going to read these texts. Um, let's get back to this, though. <laughs> um, didn't see this game, don't know what happened, and uh, Rutgers got the win. Good for them. And then, of course, no games yesterday, and uh, that brings us to today, which is Tuesday. A couple of great games tonight. We have Iowa traveling to Indiana. I actually kind of like Iowa in this game. After a really emotional like roller coaster that they went through at home against Michigan State. They got to have a little bit of confidence in this game. Uh, the spread for this is Indiana by five and a half, and the over-under is 56. I've been saying this for about a month now. I always pick Iowa overs. The, and if you look at the last game, there was, what was that, uh, 200 and almost over 220 points. Was that right? No, 218 points in their last game against Michigan State. So 156 seems like a small number for an Iowa game. I'll take the over in that game. And then you have Michigan State at Nebraska. If you asked me before I started recording, I'd say Michigan State's winning this game going away. Uh, but Nebraska on a little win streak here. I I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, Michigan State's dropped a couple to some teams that they shouldn't have. I think of, like, the Michigan game that they just lost. They shouldn't have lost to them, I don't think. 
Um, who else have they lost to? Let's take a peek at their schedule real quick. Uh, they lost to, um, obviously, Iowa this weekend. I guess the other losses are pretty legit. Rutgers, Purdue, Indiana. Um, man, I don't know about this one. This one's going to be tough to pick. I want to cheer for Nebraska, and here's why. I made a tweet yesterday about um, somebody, some Michigan account tweeted something about who's stopping this trio, and it was Bufkin, Dickinson, and uh, the point guard for Michigan, uh, McDaniel. And they said, if they all come back next year, who's stopping this trio? And I quote tweeted it and said Central Michigan because they stopped them this year. And it was funny. Ha, 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 ha. Got my uh, normal number of likes and views and all that good stuff. And then last night, right before I went to bed, a very popular Michigan State account tweeted the exact same thing, quote tweeted it and said Central Michigan about three hours after I did. And there is no way that they came up with that on their own, and I'm bitter about it. So I'm cheering for Nebraska tonight. I'll get over it. I'm not mad at all the Michigan State fans. I'm mad at that account right now. They stole my tweet. They got a lot more likes and interactions and views than I did. So I'm a little bitter about that. Would have liked some credit for my funny tweet that I came up with yesterday while I was playing Call of Duty. But no, they didn't give me any credit. It's fine. You know what? It's fine. But you know what? Also, I said, you know what, twice, and that's fine, too. I'm also not going to cheer for Michigan State tonight. I'm cheering for Nebraska because of that. Um, I'm not even going to call out what their name is. If you guys want to figure it out, go look at my tweets. I called them out on Twitter already. And my Wi-Fi just stopped working. Did I talk about both the games today? I did. Let's talk about tomorrow, which is Wednesday. Maryland going to Ohio State. No way in hell Ohio State is winning back-to-back. Maryland's going to win that game, money line it. Bet the uh, spread, whatever you have to do. Ohio State's not getting hot, folks, just because they won a game. That's not happening. Maryland's winning tomorrow. Um, I don't know what you want to call it. Lock of the year, whatever you want to call it. Ohio State's not winning. I don't care if they're at home. I don't care. I just don't care. I've seen them lose too many games. They're not winning two in a row. And then tomorrow night, 8 o'clock tip, we got that Penn State and Northwestern game that I've talked about multiple times already. And then Thursday, these will be the last games I talk about because I'll do another pod on Friday. Michigan traveling to Illinois. They're both fighting for that three to four seed, the double bye in the Big Ten tournament. They're also, I think from what I've been told, Illinois is in, but Michigan definitely fighting for a uh, NCAA tournament bid, and they need this win because their next game is at Indiana. So they're going to need to win this game at Illinois because they're not winning that last one. Um, Also at 6 o'clock on Thursday, Rutgers traveling to Minnesota. They'll go win there real quick and get another win. And then Purdue will travel to Wisconsin, and uh, that will be a win for them. I'm off Wisconsin. You guys know that. You guys know how I feel about Wisconsin. Zach Eadie's way too much for uh, Crawl. Is that how you say his name? Crawl? Crawl. Crawl. Um, Anyways, he's going to be way too much. He's going to go off against Wisconsin. They can't stop him. And uh, Purdue's got too many shooters. I did see, though, that I think that Fletcher Lawyer is possibly injured. So if you're looking for a storyline this week, keep an eye on Purdue at Wisconsin to see if Fletcher Lawyer is playing. That's going to be huge 
for them in the postseason if he's not available. That's huge. I don't know the extent of the injury. I didn't do much research, but I did see that he is injured right now, and that's bad for the uh, Boilermakers. Um, that's pretty much it, man. That's all the games. Yesterday, where there was no games, I made some uh, celebrity face mashes. Face mashes. I really wish, especially because I do a podcast twice a week now, I wish I could talk. That'd be great. Um, they were really bad photoshops that I did with famous people and players in the Big Ten. It just made me think of it because I was talking about Crawl from Wisconsin. And uh, I did a uh, Tyler, the creator, Wall. Crawl and Wall. <laughs> I just realized their names rhyme. Um, but that was my favorite one that I made because it's Tyler, the creator's face on Tyler Wall's body as he's like running down the court. And uh, he's wearing a winter hat, which makes it even funnier because it's Wisconsin. So uh, hilarious, hilarious tweet. Go check that. Check that out, guys. Go check it out. Um, fun week of basketball coming up. We're down the stretch, baby. We're down the stretch. Keep an eye on the movement in the standings. It's going to be a fun week to track that. Um, like I said, we're eight days away from Chicago Big Ten Tournament. I am going to begin reaching out. Actually, I say that. I'm reaching out to like three people that I would like to get on the podcast uh, while I'm in Chicago. And um, I'll keep you guys posted on that if anyone actually says yes. Probably not, though. They'll probably all say no. Um, one of the guys that I want to get on, I'm not even sure if he's going to Chicago. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe I'll even try to get a player on. That'd be crazy, right? If I got a player on, which player would you like to see? I know who I'd like to interview. Tyler, the creator wall. That's who I'd like to interview. <laughs> oh, man, I'm so stupid. Uh, enjoy the games this week. I'm um, looking forward to a great week of basketball and uh, everything else that I've already been talking about so much. Follow me on Twitter, at CasualBig10. Also working on creating a new logo. I said when I got to 1,000 followers on Twitter, and when I say I said this, I said it in my brain. Um, but in my brain, I said, once I get to 1,000 followers, I'm finally going to uh, fix the logo. Because the logo that I made, I just kind of threw together before football season. And I never took the time to change it. So I took some time this week, and I'm working on it. I'm workshopping some new logos. So there might be a new logo on the Twitter uh, coming out soon. So keep an eye on that. And uh, thanks for listening. Enjoy the games this week. And we will see you all on Friday.